catch a wave on a splish Take a shot, make a friend, just enjoy the moment I'm blue sky walking on these haters, splish Celebrate every day like a bird It's the Milkman here, celebrating a successful week of football Skywalk over to show us your TDs Week 11, may the football force be with you Welcome back to Show Us Your TDs. You know what Jay-Z once said? I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Well, I got 99 problems, and the NFL is one. Melky, how you doing over there? Good times. There are the good times. Leave your cares behind. The milkman is back. He's got his grinchy smile on, ear to ear, uh, as a successful week in his playbook. What's going on in your world, Gooby? Oh, uh, not a whole lot. You know, I got my grin on too, but we'll get in that a little bit later. Uh, but no, I, I got some problems, though. I do got some problems. I never know who's going to win in the NFL anymore. Like, it just, like, you, you, you pick a team. Like, especially for our pro lines, you pick a team and you, you lose probably because, like, I don't know, there's a giant upset, like, freaking Carolina wins somehow. I don't know. It just makes no sense. Well, so, so to, to be fair, uh, Arizona didn't have their quarterback and it was the return of Superman. So do you really consider that an upset? I might not. But I get what you're saying. This year has been unpredictable where you have... Loser teams or bum-ass teams like Jacksonville beating Buffalo or the Jets ruining my um, suicide pool and beating uh, Cincinnati. So I get it, man. It's definitely a frustrating year in the NFL. Yeah. So uh, I went through my pro-line picks, and I kind of just – I didn't really randomize it. But, like, at this point, I just don't know anymore. So I'm going to tell you my pro-line picks. You either can say yes, no. What do you think? Yeah, Whatever you want. Uh, right. so let's go. Uh, I picked New England over Atlanta. That's an that's an obvious. Atlanta's a fucking hot mess. I picked Philly over New Orleans. Ooh, you went for the upset. Okay. I mean, come on, man. Like you, you just don't know anymore. I picked Carolina over Washington. Yeah, I can see that. Return. Uh, oh, Rivera versus Cam. Yeah, I picked Buffalo over Indianapolis. Yeah, that could be San- an interesting game. Yeah, San Fran over Jacksonville. <laughs> Imagine Jacksonville pulls that one off. I mean, you never know at this point in, in life. Uh, Tennessee over Houston. I was going to pick Houston because Tennessee's predicted to win by 10.5. And, and I was like, I feel like that's one of those games that Houston's just going to win. Could be. I mean, miracles do happen. Look what the Broncos did to the Cowboys. Right? Uh, Green Bay over Minnesota. Probably. Uh I was going to pick Chicago, but I think Baltimore is going to beat Chicago, though it is in Chicago. The Windy City, but uh, I can see Justin Fields' uh, play uh, being really shit after a bye. So, yeah, who knows, man? Uh, Cincinnati over Las Vegas. This one I kind of. That's a toss up. Yeah, uh, it's Cincinnati by one. I think they'll win by a field goal. Who's the home team? Las Vegas. Ooh. I, I might have taken the home team. Uh, Arizona over Seattle. Depends if Kyler plays. That's true. Uh, I picked 
Dallas over KC. That's, that's the game of the week. That's the game of the week. Depends if we get the za- uh, the DAC from uh, last week, which we'll definitely get into. And I picked the Giants over Tampa Bay. You Tampa's know the predicted by like eleven. Okay? You know the game's in Tampa, right? Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay, you, there's gotta be an upset somewhere, but well, well, you know what? Cheers to problems. And let's speaking of upsets, let's dive right into fantasy football. All right, so I won, and I got my revenge on one Adam. Defeated him 81-63 to in a very low-scoring affair. This was a horrendous week. My players barely showed up, but you know what? Since I won, I'm going to give them a shout-out. Justin Herbert, 16.95 points. You're killing me. I know, I know I got the win, and I shouldn't be nitpicking, but, man, you've sucked the last two three weeks you get it stefan diggs finally you finally break out getting me 22 uh points austin eckler uh your only bright spot was the touchdown thrown by herbert you got me 11 points let's pick it up buddy jalen waddle everyone's saying you're gonna have a big breakout game i'm waiting for that you got me six freaking points good job you must feel special and the player of the, I'm going to give this guy the player of my team, the player of the game, the player of the week, sorry, Chris Boswell, the kicker of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You would have gotten me another three points if your dumbass quarterback and your dumbass tight end didn't fumble the, fumble the uh, ball in OT and screw me over, and you guys end up with a freaking tie. Who ties <laughs> in the NFL? Good job. You must feel special. Go ride the short bus. Gooby, how did you do? I did all, I did all right, but I I do want to say that in that tie, I don't know which player, but there's a player that made a statement. And goes, I didn't know there was ties in the NFL. What player said that? There's clearly ties. There's been ties the last. Yeah, I got hold on. I gotta Google it right now. This is live Google. Okay. Okay. Well, while he's doing that, yeah, I'm back on track. I feel like I'm gonna go on a little surge here. I'm on a Najee Harris. Nah, oh, the rookie. Oh God, buddy! Who know there's ties in the NFL? You've been watching football since you were little, and you're a lot younger than us. There are ties. Come oh, on. Man. All right, all right. So, uh, yeah, no, we both got smiles on our face. Uh, I have won. I beat uh, not a Bears lineup. Uh, One hundred five to eighty six. Thank God. Uh, Matthew Stafford. This is two games now. You're worrying me a little bit. I know you don't have Woods. I mean, that's not why you. That's not why he played like shit. But go on. Yeah, well, he's starting to look like Jared Goff, so <laughs> it's getting a little scary. Sixteen point two five points. Uh, AJ Brown, another uh, big no no for him. Two two point three points. Justin Jefferson, he put on a show a little bit. Thirteen point yep. nine points. I appreciate that one. Daryl Henderson, man, I called you top six. What the fuck's going on at four points? Like, come on now. Like, <laughs> you were doing so well. You're putting up double digits every single week. And as soon as I said something, you just drop like a fucking fly. Like, this is terrible. I got a question for you. What? With his uh, horrendous performance on Monday, is he still in the top six? Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> I think I think 
I think Daryl Henderson's still uh, a viable top six. <laughs> uh, Christian McCaffrey, welcome back, my friend, with 16.1 points. I know it's not your normal 20-plus, but I will take it. Thank you. Welcome back. I hope I get my uh, two-headed monster in the playoffs, hopefully. Um, you, you hear it, folks. Gooby said he'll take it. Yeah, you will. <laughs> I will. I'll take it. Uh, Mark Andrews, 12.3 points. That was beautiful. I think we talked about it last podcast because that was a Thursday nighter. Um, so I was already up quite a bit uh, going into Sunday. Uh, Brandon McManus, seven points. Uh, it's the Denver. Uh, I, I, I don't mind it. The only player on Denver I really like, McManus. Is the only uh, player worth watching? You know what's really worth watching, though? What's that? The Dallas defense. Ooh, 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 23 yeah. points. Stefan Diggs got his eighth interception. We got a uh, nice uh, touchdown from my special teams. Block punt. They're running on all cylinders over there. I, I love it. Uh, yeah, so I, I get a win. Yeah, and a convincing one, too. So congratulations. I know both you and I need it, um, more, me more so than you. But, you know, I, I feel like we're both projecting and on the to, to direct, we're on the projection <laughs> line, trajectory, excuse me, folks, in the right direction and in the winning direction because I haven't missed the playoffs and I don't plan on it. So let's go. So, Gooby, since uh, you just uh, informed everyone about your monstrous victory, who do you got this week and how do you like your chances? All right, staffers on a bye. I got Joe Burrows back in my lineup. Thank God someone dropped him and I picked him up because I did not trust Derek Carr. Well, apparently, uh, Russ, apparently Russell Wilson's better than him, right? Apparently. <laughs> uh, I don't know how that person's in top two. Actually, well, I mean, he's in the top. He's, he is one and two. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Uh, I'm facing Patrick Mahomes. I'm not liking that matchup very much. But Patrick Mahomes is playing Dallas, and I expect Dallas defense to run amok on Patrick Mahomes. Uh, A.J. Brown versus C.D. Lamb. I got to give it up to my boy C.D. Lamb. That guy's balling out right now. Uh, Justin Jefferson versus I don't know who yet because he's got uh, Carlos Sutton, and he's on a bye. So uh, Christian McCaffrey versus Delvin Cook. That's going to be a matchup. Uh, I picked up Deontay Foreman, uh, who looks like he's getting the start. So uh, he's playing Devin Singletary. Uh, Mark Andrews versus Dalton Schultz. Again, I like Schultz, man. That's a Dallas Cowboy. I can't go wrong with that. Uh, I got Hunter Renfro versus Cardell Patterson coming back from injury, maybe. The, or Sorry, not coming back from injury. Uh, he might be injured. So I don't think he's going to play. All reports says that Cordell Patterson's not going to play. So I like my odds on that. Uh, I picked up Nick Fulp because McManus is on a bye. That's good because I don't have to watch the Denver Broncos play on Sunday. <laughs> um, he's doing even more favors than one. Right? Uh, I'm facing Young Hoku. And uh, Dallas defense versus Buffalo defense. I'm projected 107 to 93, but obviously that 93 is going up because Sutton's on a bye and Patterson's at four points right now. Though that's probably because he's injured. Uh, what do you think my chances are? There's nothing really left on Mike's team. 
besides like CD and Patrick Mahomes and Dalvin and Robinson and Robinson. Yeah. But do you really trust Justin Fields to give Robinson a hundred yards and a touchdown? I don't no. Well, I mean, Carlos Hyde's questionable. Robinson's questionable. Jarvis Landry's questionable and everybody else he has is on IR. So yeah, his team is a, is a dumpster fire right now. So unless hell freezes over i can't see you dropping this one so i think you got the win in the bag this week i'm just trying to see who he can pick up nothing really i mean he can pick up born from new england aj green you could also pick up davis too if patterson's not playing yeah true so yeah but, i don't know zach pascal he he, could, he might be able to do something with that but uh yeah i don't know uh it, it looks like a w for me uh, what are you looking like, though? I Well, like I was saying earlier, my revenge tour continues. Uh, I got rid of the worst person in the league, so now I'm facing a guy who's probably in the top four, uh, Zeke and Destroy. And it's going to be a uphill climb this week. Uh, I, I projected 111 for me to 112 for him, so it's very tight and very close. Uh, QB matchup will feature Justin Herbert versus Tom Brady. Uh, Tom, Tom Brady's got the, the Giants. Hey, uh, did the Giants to win that, so. Well, even, you know what? It doesn't matter who wins or loses. Tom Brady leads the league in touchdown throws. So I, I'm liking Brady's odds there. I'll give the slight edge to Brady because Herbert's been struggling mightily, I might add. And then we got the wide receiver matchups. He's got Michael Pittman Jr., and Amari Cooper versus Jamar Chase. Welcome back. And Stefan Diggs. I'm going to give this a wash. I think all four have pretty good matchups this week. I do like Amari Cooper. He's due for Chase a big game. game. He's due for a big game. It was the CD Lamb show last week. So look for Cooper to probably get some love. I hope not. Let's keep it at Gallup and CD. But we'll see. Uh, running backs. Whew. He's got probably the hottest, besides uh, uh, Taylor over there from the Colts, he's got probably the hottest running back in the league in Ezekiel Elliott. And Michael Carter from the Jets versus Antonio Gibson and Austin Eckler. I'm going to give the slight edge to him just because he's got Zeke. If that running game is potent potent as it has been all season, I'm in for a long day. So, you know, kudos to you, Zeke. Welcome back. You need to be fed, apparently. Tight end matchup, it's Darren Waller versus um, uh, Mike Gazeki from uh, Miami. I'm going to give the slight edge to Waller, even though he sucked donkey balls this year. He's been yep. awful. Hasn't done much. I don't know why Carr does not feature him more. I know he's getting the double teams, but come on. He's your best weapon. Go on. I got, I, got, I got a question. Shoot. Didn't you say that Waddle was top three last year in tight ends? Waller is still a top, a top three tight end. If he was on a different team with a better quarterback, he'd be putting up numbers. But he's not top three right now. Yeah, number wise, he's not. But are you are you telling me you're you're gonna? I would take, rather Schultz over him. Yeah, no. Or if not he Schultz, was on, yeah, if he was on Dallas, if he was on oh, Dallas, yeah, yeah, exactly. So enough said. Let me carry on. <laughs> uh, flex spot. I got Jalen Waddle uh, versus. A questionable Saquon Barkley, all signs point to he's a go, but who knows with him because he's so injury prone. I hope not because I have his backup 
and Devin Booker. And if that's the case, Booker gets slotted into the uh, flex over Waddle. But we'll see. It's going to be a tight affair. I actually think I'm going to squeeze one out. I think I'm due for a one of those close affairs where my guys unexpectedly show up. What do you think? Um, I like it. Uh, I think the Saquon Barkley thing, even if he does play, it's going to be limited snaps because he's so injury prone. Um, the biggest thing, and again, this is up to you whether you want to do it or not, is I would probably change Gibson out. Like, I know he had a huge game, but if you look at his numbers recently, he hasn't done much. Uh, I would change out Gibson for um, uh, Gaskin because Gaskin's playing the Jets. Yeah, but, but Gaskin's, every matchup Gaskin's had, I've given him every opportunity to do something, and he hasn't done anything. Last week, yeah. uh, Ravens um, run defense. That's really bad. He should have done something. Didn't. He played Houston two weeks ago. Didn't do anything there. Jalen Waddle's been the hotter player. Tua likes Tua knows Waddle from their um, Alabama days. I trust that more. I can't try. I can't put my hands in uh, Gaskins. I can't put my faith in Gaskins. No, you won't start two Miami players at the same time. I did that last week, and I I was just lucky. Adam team is hot garbage. Yeah, because both of them to collectively got me only ten points. And and maybe Herbert, I'd put in Tannehill, but who knows? Yeah, but remember the last time I didn't, uh, I went. Yeah, I, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. See, th- those little those little quirks in fantasy make all the difference because it's like, should I do this? And you're like, fuck, man, like I did that last time and he completely screwed me. Yeah, cousins, it was a gimme against the lines, and he can only muster 15 points. Where Herbert goes off for 53, I would have been five and five. So, yeah, no. Stick with your big boys. Stick with your big boys. Yeah. You know what? Speaking of big boys, we got returns throughout the NFL. Let's get into some NFL news, and let's talk about the return of Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. One's elite, and one wasn't this week. (laughs) What are your thoughts about the uh, 17 to nothing beatdown? That Rogers gave Russell. Well, first of all, one one has come off injury and one's come off being a liar. So <laughs> that was that was a nice matchup uh, feature on Sunday afternoon. I don't give credit to Aaron for this one either. The touchdown was scored on a run. Aaron looked very rusty. Russ looked very rusty. It did not look like the matchup of the elite. It was quite the opposite. Um. But I got another question. I'm going to bounce a question off you, though. With the Packers win, are they the best team in the NFC? No, no. And this is this isn't me being biased, but I truly think, and I don't give a shit, Kevin or Bob, <laughs> what you say in group chat after you watch this. This is not me being biased. Dallas is the best team in the NFC, other than the the Rams. Or yeah, yeah, the Rams. If the Rams can actually pull some shit out of their fucking asses and actually play like they can play, they're the best team in, in the NFC. But from the last few games that I've seen the Rams play, Dallas Cowboys are the best in the NFC. I don't give a shit about the Bronco game <laughs> because that was just a fluke. <laughs> if you look at Dallas's defense, 
They're amazing. And their offense is firing on all cylinders. So I, I think I think Dallas or the Rams. It's a toss up. You can flip a coin on it, but not Green Bay. Oh, okay. I agree with you. I don't I haven't seen enough from Green Bay to anoint them as the top dog. Even though they're if you go by rank, they are number one, but they they need to prove something to me. I think if Dallas beats KC this week, Dallas is the top dog, hands down. Yeah, yeah. Like I know KC's not really a test because their defense has been lacking, but yeah, they but have been they have been coming back and they've gotten what four straight three, one four, four straight. straight yeah so yeah. it'll be a test three for KC straight. and it's going to be a test for uh, Dallas and I think whoever comes out on top of that uh, is going to look good but if it's Dallas they're going to look great. Okay, can't argue there. Well, you mentioned the Rams, so let's uh, jump into the Rams uh, conversation here. Robert Woods tears his ACL at practice the same day that they sign OBJ. Then OBJ makes his debut on Monday night. So OBJ's numbers were pretty pedestrian. 18 receiving yards. Stafford had 243 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, 26 for 41 on completion attempts. Porn star Jimmy went 182, two touchdowns, and 15 for 19 uh, completion attempts. Com- completion attempts. So, Gooby, my question to you is, what the hell's going on with Stafford? And two, is OBJ a curse? Uh, I don't know if OBJ is a curse because like, he did really well when he played for the Giants. But he's just not him anymore. I don't know if it's because he's being tossed around like a rag doll or if it's just like he's just he's 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 just not into it anymore. Like I, I know he wants to play, but like come on dude, like you got you got talent, but I don't know. It's 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 something weird. And the whole Woods thing, like that's that's hard. That's hard. And I'll tell you why later on that's why that's hard, but that's hard for them. Um it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough road. Especially like like I said, because I think they're one of the top t- one of the top teams in the uh, NFC, and losing Woods, like I know he hasn't been the Woods of last year, but still, like it's it's hard, it's hard on yeah. him. He does the little things though. He he blocks. He does the jet sweeps. Uh, he he rushes. So that was a huge loss because they had a three headed monster, and now it's been knocked down to two. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, you know what? When they come back from bye week, uh, we'll see. We'll see if they can uh, recover and re- recuperate and be the Rams that we know. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Who, who needs to recover and recuperate? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're, they're, I, I just don't, I don't know what to say anymore. Like I said earlier, like at the start of the podcast in my intro, like what's going on in the NFL? Like you're just throwing games in and just all these games are randomized. Like, it's, it's like someone's taking a dice and going, okay, <laughs> you get 12 points and you get 29 points. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Washington beats Tampa 29-19. That was a rough one to watch. And, uh, yeah, so, like, is it is it Tom Brady? Is it is it age? Do you think he's, like, uh, my, my question is, is it age, like, to the point where he's getting – longer in the season right now like we're we're on week 11 uh 
So do you think it's just his body starting to wear down on him, or is it the defense? It's the defense. He And he had a bad game. He's allowed to have a bad game. He's the GOAT. But the defense is not as strong as it was last season. You can see it. They're trying to find pieces here and there. There's, they're basically being held together by glue, some sort of like adhesive that's trying to hold them together for the playoff push. They're a playoff team. Yeah. Now, yes, should they have... <clears throat> Should they have beaten Washington? Probably. <laughs> but stranger things have happened. Look at the NFL, like you said earlier. Look at the NFL this season. Yeah. Some bad no. teams are beating up on some good teams. Yeah. So I, I was going to say, sorry, I was going to say, should should the Bills have beat the Jags? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Should uh, Cincinnati and Tennessee beat the Jets? Yes. Should, the, should the Cowboys beat the Broncos? Yes. yes. <laughs> exactly. Like It's just stranger things. Uh, stranger than fiction is going on in the NFL, but it makes for great story, make, makes for great content. And you know what? This is going to be a motivator for Tampa. Now, I hope Tampa does. I hope Brady kind of sucks balls this weekend because I'm facing him in fantasy, but he's a professional. He's the best for the reason. They're a playoff team. They're, you know what they're worried about? Getting healthy for the playoffs. Yeah. And, and, and the one thing is, is I know. Uh, I think Tom Brady has said it, or Bill Belichick has said it. They're they're never really worried about the regular season. Like back when Tom Brady was playing for New England, the regular season was just like let's get through it without being injured, like you were saying, and then let's show up for the playoffs. Yep. So, yeah, like I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's age, but like he just had he didn't look himself, but I'm sure he'll bounce back. It's Tom Brady. Um, I know he has a very well balanced health regiment and workout regiment that puts him at like way better shape than me. So, yeah, uh, yeah. no, I, th- I think he'll bounce back. That, that avocado smoothie uh, diet. Yeah, fuck. Get man. on that. And besides, remember last season when um, they lost to the Bears and he didn't know what, how many downs he had left. Yeah. yeah and yeah, what yeah. happened? And what happened after that? Yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. So. Well, Super Bowl, yes, we're g- but we're going to get a little serious here. We're going to talk about a guy who probably never will win a Super Bowl. Sorry, Vikings fans. Uh, we're going to go uh, Dalvin Cook. He's in, in some hot water. Now, former girlfriend filed lo- a lawsuit last Tuesday accusing the running back of assault, battery, and false imprisonment. Ex-girlfriend is reportedly seeking unspecific damages. Their their settlement talks currently proceeding. So, Gooby, my question to you is, does Cook miss any playing time because of it? And will the league look into it? I think the league should definitely look into it because they have looked into every single domestic violence case, whether it be small or large in the NFL. And they're the NFL. They're a professional, worldwide uh, sports thing right like it's 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 a corporation yeah corporation there you go that's what i that's trying to get out of there uh they're they're sport they're a worldwide sports corporation and they're in the spotlight 24 7 and if you do not make a move on this it's gonna hurt you it's probably not gonna hurt them much but it's gonna hurt you and it's just gonna look bad for the nfl and just because he's the starter and he's one of the best running backs in the league doesn't mean that he should get away with anything, especially if they're looking for a settlement. 
it probably means he's guilty. And I don't think they should let him play, especially if he is guilty. Like, if he's guilty, your career should be done. Like, you shouldn't be making this type of money if uh, if you're guilty. So, well, that's my take. Is, yeah. Well, the problem is it's a he said, she said, because he's saying he was the victim of domestic violence. Or yeah, she, hired two, she hired, hired two people to come and hold him hostage and demand this and demand that. So, you don't know. But... Sunday, you couldn't even tell because he was an animal uh, in the victory against L.A. Uh, Chargers. He had like 94 rushing yards, a TD, uh, 24 receiving yards. So, I mean, with all that stuff going on, he he hit it pretty well. Yeah, no, I, I really think he did. He did very well. And, you know, it's probably in the back of his mind, but like he's a professional and professionals push that stuff to the side and wait till after they get off the gridiron. So. I th- I think he's okay. You very well said. Well, let's uh, let's uh, change uh, change our stance here for a sec. I'm going to do something I never really do, and that's give praise to another team. You did that last week with the Denver Broncos. <laughs> no, I did that because it was a bet I lost. This yeah, is out, out of the goodness of my heart. <laughs> We're going to go a little eagle appreciation moment. And this one's for you, Ba. I normally don't give credit to uh, to any gutter bird, but this one calls for it. I want to thank you for humiliating the Denver Broncos at home last week. It was a thing of beauty. You made them look like my little ponies again. That's what they are. They're crap. They stink. And you know what? You didn't have to, but you did, so... This one, there it is. This one is for you. Oh, there you go. See, we're not all bad around here. We we still give out a little bit of love. Um, by the way, you know, Dallas did it better. I'm still going to say it every single time, Kevin. <laughs> Dallas did it better. Philly did it better. And we could go around in circles all day. You could say, hey, Denver beat Dallas. Eagles beat Denver. And... Dallas beat the Eagles. So, we're all at a standstill. But, yeah, thank you, Eagles, for beating on the Denver Broncos or the Denver Ponies, whatever you want to call them. I appreciate it. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, let's get into a new segment, though. Uh, dynamic duos. Now, there's always those two players on a team that – you always want to grab. You always want to go for, especially in fantasy. In fantasy, you always want a great quarterback that's hooking up with a great wide receiver. And no, I'm not talking about them having sex. I'm talking about <laughs> them throwing TDs, getting yards, and making some fantasy points. So we're going to break down our top five fantasy duos or just in general duos for the nfl um mine's gonna be a little bit weird because yeah uh, but i'll get into it you're what? already weird i said you're already weird okay so. no mine's, mine's weird because uh, i'll get into it later you, you'll know why at the end but uh i'll, I'll kick it off first uh do you want to do five to one or one to five ah, five to one man you saved the best for last all right best for last and so we're gonna get weird really early then uh, at number five, 
even though this person is injured, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Fuck you, Kyler Murray. Uh, it's Matthew, Matthew Stafford and Robert Woods. Robert Woods? Robert Woods. I don't care if he's injured or not. These two. Over Cooper up. Cup? This is number five, bro. Can this you, is you know number what? five. You know what? Sorry. Continue. I'm just, where's my, where's that rape whistle that I had? And I don't advocate <laughs> rape at all, but I call it that because that's what it was when I got it in the mail. This is number five. <laughs> Robert Woods is, has more points than DeAndre Hopkins. Matthew Stafford has more points than Kyler Murray, fantasy-wise. They both combined for about 384.7 fantasy points. And they've combined for 45 receptions, 556 yards, and four touchdowns, making them just a smidge better than Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Malcolm. Okay, so you didn't specify if it was fantasy-related or of all time. It's it's all time and fantasy-related. It doesn't matter. Okay, so here, we're going to tweak your segment. Why don't you keep going with, since yours is more fantasy-based, Okay. why don't you keep going and, and you went all time, and I go. I'll go all time, and we'll see if we agree with each other in a sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. It gives a kind of a, a two headed, yeah, look at it. No, I like it. No, that's all right. All uh, right. At number four, I got Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams. Oof, they've, a deadly combo. Yeah, they've linked up for uh, 328. Point eight fantasy points, 65 receptions, 864 yards, and three touchdowns. The only reason why they're at number four is because it's just a deadly combo, like you said. Like, there's games where they can just light it up, and you're screwed putting up, like, 200 yards and, like, three touchdowns. So, yeah. Though, though Stafford and Woods has more fantasy points for me, or just stat-wise... Rodgers and Adams is just way better. And I know I'm going to get flack on this on the group chat, putting oh, Stafford yeah. and Woods in it. I don't care. Absolutely. You're, it, you're about, I was going to give you flack now, but we have a time limit on this show. So. No, but, okay. But see, I, I looked at it at the fan. I, I looked at it fantasy wise, right? Cause sure. this is a more of a fantasy podcast, but it's also a football podcast. So I like, I actually like that you have all time and I have fantasy. Cause it kind of, Brings the segment to a like two different ways. Anyways, at hold number on, hold, hold three. On. Before you continue, I got a really juicy question for you because you mentioned okay. Devonte, Devonte, and uh, Aaron, the the live. Who's the better tandem? Because he's had another wide receiver that was very. Hello. Oh, there we here. go. I'm here. He's <laughs> here. He's here. We're good. Stopping. We got a little bit of lag. A little lag. Um, Jordy. So he had Jordy Nelson by his side before Devonte came in the picture. And they made some sweet, sweet music together. Jordy Nelson, one hundred percent. Who's yeah, Jordy Nelson over Devontae? Oh. Yo, if he had, if it, if he saw, if it was Jordy Nelson and Rogers, they'd be at like two for me. Okay, yeah, because actually on the like the top list of like all time, Jordy and spoiler alert, Jordy. It's not on my list, but Jordy and Aaron Rodgers were on that list. Yeah. All right. All right. For number three. I got a man I don't want at number three, but because he's got a good wide receiver with him. I got Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. 339 fantasy points, 55 receptions, 775 yards, four touchdowns. These guys are a good duo when they're great. And 
they're an okay duo when they're bad. So I I can't hate on it. The points points show and it's it's looking good. Um, I was see this whole number five thing. I I keep on going back to it. I was gonna put uh, Dak and CD Lamb, but because uh, I think CD Lamb got injured and they just yeah. what's that? Did, when did CD get? No, sorry, not did, CD. Dak. Sorry, why did I say that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I would have said him and Moramari. If you if you want to look at the numbers, like I know you're going fantasy wise, but if you look at like um, what. Amari's done for Dak since Amari's been there. It's been pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, number two, I think me and you can both agree on this. Burroughs and Jamar Chase. Whew. Oh, it's the next, it's the next Steve Young and Jerry Rice, I'm telling you. There you go. 364 fanny, fantasy points combined, uh, 444 receptions, or sorry, 44 receptions for. 835 yards, seven touchdowns. Like that's where your points are, and that's that's beautiful. So I gotta give it up these two. Um, I think I know last podcast or sorry, the first podcast we were talking about whether or not they should have picked up a wide receiver or the um, offensive lineman, and I I lean more towards the offensive lineman. But at this point, I've changed my mind. They've they've changed my mind. Uh, good on you and uh, good pickup because the, the, this duo is crazy. It's a thing of beauty, and everybody everybody's minds change. Like just if you watch, yeah, they've been in a lull a little bit the last couple of weeks, but the the fact that you can put these two on the field and you know something's gonna happen, dangerous man, absolutely dangerous. Now sitting at number one, easy said than done. Like this is the best, and you know what. They're topping the charts by almost 100 points fantasy-wise. Stafford and Cooper Cup, 466 points, 85 receptions, uh, 1,141 yards, 10 touchdowns. Like, this, that's, this is insane. This is a dynamic duo for the ages. This is what Stafford needed. This is like Stafford and Megatron back in the day. This is... This is just a beautiful thing, and I guarantee you Stafford's going home with a smile on his face, not just because his wife is really hot. Well, not in the last two weeks. He's been really shit, but yeah, he's, I mean, obviously he's probably getting those happy endings uh, every morning and every night. But yeah, no, um, I got a question for you, though. If you were Stafford, who would you rather have, Megatron or Cooper Cup? Megatron. You, you, like, Cooper Cup? I think we'll be a Hall of Famer. I don't think he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Megatron, Mike. I think he, I think he was a first ballot Hall of Famer, was he not? He just got inducted, I think. Oh, did he? Or I maybe he wasn't. Knocked. I'll have to Google it later. But uh, yeah, I, I picked Megatron. Like that dude. All you had to th- do was throw the ball in the end zone, and he'll find a way to grab it. He's just too tall, too strong. Too fast and yeah, too Stafford. furious. <laughs> <laughs> too furious. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I pick Stafford and Megatron all day, one hundred percent. So Melky. I mean, other than the Woods and Stafford pick, do you like them? Uh, you love controversy, so I'm gonna say your list is a little controversial. Uh, I don't like the Woods and Stafford at all. I'm gonna be honest with you. you the rest like of your the list. Cus- 
Jefferson. No, I like Cousins Jefferson. Oh. I I don't I just don't like Stafford and Woods. The rest is ba- basically debatable. You can everybody can go. Well, this person can take over that person. There's so many really good fantasy tandems. But yeah, it's it's a pretty decent list. I'm not mad at it. Just maybe your first one like might want to reconsider. I like to do the bulbs. Yeah, no shit. The stuff you put on uh, on the group chat is ridiculous. <laughs> I like to piss people off though, so it's all good. <laughs> okay, well, since you and I did not get our um, our uh, facts fact, straight on this, fact straight on this, yeah, we created a little bit of a chaotic, chaotic segment, but that's okay. Chaos. It's a dual is- segment. I like it. So I went with so I had I had assumed it was best of all time. Okay. So I'm gonna give you my best QB to wide receiver tandem of all time with number five, Dan Marino and Mark Clayton. Now together, they came to the league in 1983, and together they spent 10 seasons together and through collectively scored 82 touchdowns together. Dan Marino is probably the best quarterback that never won a Super Bowl. From what I heard, his like the cannon on him is unbelievable and the potential. And if he was in today's NFL, he'd probably have like three or four. As long as he kept the laces out, that's all that matters. <laughs> At number four, Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates. Now, I didn't even know. That these two were so spent so much time together, but they hooked up for ninety touchdowns in over sixteen seasons. So that's pretty impressive. I've never been a Philip Rivers fan because when it counts, he always chokes. Yeah, but it's nice to know that he's on a list somewhere. Number three, and I mentioned this duo earlier: Steve Young and Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is arguably the best wide receiver ever. I don't care what anybody says. He's biased. No, he's the best, period. Hands down. He's worked with Joe Montana and Steve Young. And the tandem of Steve Young and Jerry Rice had 92 touchdowns together. And they won a Super Bowl in 93. It's pretty damn impressive. Now, number two, I'm going to get flack for this. And it might be a little biased on my end. But he's number two because he looks like Frankenberry. And he's always second to Tom Brady. We're going Peyton Manning and Marvin Harris with 114 touchdowns together. They spent 11 seasons causing chaos in Indianapolis, but shockingly, they never they only hooked up twice in the playoffs. It's probably why Peyton never won barely won any Super Bowls and only won with Indy. Because Tom Brady's better. And at number 1, no shock, Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Ooh. Now, that's a, that's now they a don't off. have as many touchdowns as Marvin Harris and Peyton Manning, but who cares? They're still better. You know why? Because when you win four Super Bowls together, you're that much better. 102 touchdowns collectively, and they're the only duo to ever connect for two different teams. Two different teams play on the same team with two different teams. Yeah, uh, I, I would like to inform you and the audience that are that is watching i'm quitting this podcast starting immediately because this man did not go on a bias and say mr irving and troy aikman nope i looked at the numbers they weren't even in the top 10 i have to go with numbers yeah 
fuck the numbers. Anyways, no, that's that. <laughs> honestly, that's a really good list. Uh, I thoroughly agree with it. I do not like the Peyton Manning one because fucking Peyton Manning. I can't argue with the results, and he won a Super Bowl. If he didn't win a Super Bowl, I probably would have slid him like off the list. But you have to, you have to be a little unbiased. He did recognize Peyton Manning was is arguably one of the. He's easily a top 10 quarterback of all time. You might even say he's a top, top five. five of all time. Yeah. Top six. In your, in your world, everyone's a top six. But yeah, yeah, it, it's just man, I couldn't leave him off, but I couldn't. He was number one. If you looked, if you researched it, they had him and Harrison at number one, but I, I can't give them the number one spot when they've only won one ring. I, I, I don't Cause, know. Because remember, folks. Larger numbers are better than smaller. Yeah. Five rings. Five rings compared to three <laughs> rings compared to what? One ring? Only one ring. And before so, it was a ring pop. Yeah. Well, the, those people who are watching this know who we're talking about and why we're talking about you. Five to three to one. I don't know why I did two to one, but five, three, and one. We know who you are. Anyways, no, that's a great list. Um, the one thing is, uh, I will say, Eli did it better. Because <laughs> he actually stayed Eli with his team. Did. Yeah, but he didn't really have a tandem wide receiver. No, he didn't. And that's very surprising to me. Like, that but, is very surprising. Go ahead. Because OBJ came later. Yeah. So he didn't have anyone. Like, he had some guys. Um, Plaxico Burris, you know, like those players. But he didn't have, like a go-to guy for a long time. Yeah. And, and, and that's and honestly, like I know we're kind of going a little bit off topic, but whatever it's NFL talk anyways, that's surprising to me. Like Eli actually did one, two Super Bowls pretty much like not by himself. Like their defense is great. Can't argue that, but like he didn't really have much of an offense. He had pieces like, um, yeah, bits Tiki, and pieces. Tiki Barber was a great Tiki running back. They had pieces. I mean, it was just uh, Coughlin, Co- Coughlin, Coughlin, old man, Coughlin. Coughlin, whatever. Yeah, Coughlin. You know, he just struck a lightning in a bottle when it came to. Putting that whole uh, clusterfuck together and they managed to get two Super Bowls out of it. And uh, who called that Super Bowl? Who who said, you know what, Giants can to beat. The Patriots. You, you because you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Move, moving on. Moving on. Let's get into everybody's favorite fantasy segment. Boomer bust. All right. Uh, all right. All right. All right. So I'm going to give the reins to you to start us off. And who do you got this week? On your all list? right. Boomer bust, guys. Everybody loves this stuff. Uh, I got uh, Deontay Foreman. You know what? Coming off a decent game last week versus New Orleans, putting up 7.8 points, out-touching both McNichols and Adrian Peterson, Foreman looks like he will probably be the starting back for the Titans going forward. Look to see his numbers go up around 10-plus. I don't think he'll make 20 points uh, in fantasy-wise per game as he gets more comfortable in the starting lineup. I think think he'll start to... uh, gain more points throughout the weeks. Uh, you know what? As long as Adrian Peterson doesn't get the goal line looks, I think Foreman will be a boom in my books. Um, 
That's the biggest thing, though, is as long as Adrian Peterson doesn't get those goal line looks. You're wrong. You're oh so wrong. Too many options, and none of them are good. This is going to be a juggling act when it comes to the Titans' backfield. Look for him to be a bust. It's going to be Tannenhill's arm and him running because he likes to run too, and then he might give the pigeons some fucking bread once in a while. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I don't mind it. It was a toss-up for me, but I think the biggest thing for me was the goal line looks. Uh, but who do you got going on over there? I'm, we're going to New England. And we're going with Mac Jones, a.k.a. Mac and Cheese, quarterback of the New England Patriots. And he's a boom in my book. And it's kind of funny what confidence can do to a young man. Mac and Cheese is oozing with it. And he might not get he not he might not get any yards, but he throws TDs. Look for that trend to continue. I like especially, it. Especially on Thursday night against a woeful Atlanta Falcons defense. Yeah, I, I do like it, Mac Jones. He was actually going to be my pickup if I did not get Joe Burrows. Uh, so, yeah, no, that's a really good that's a really good uh, boom in my book too. Well, especially if you're in a standard league, then it's more you're more relied on touchdowns. He doesn't pick up yards, so in PPR he's not the best, but he's great everywhere else. So grab him if you can. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I want to say mine last because it's the shittiest. So go ahead with your next one. Okay. Well, we're, we mentioned, you mentioned Tennessee earlier, so we're going to go back to Tennessee and we're going to go with Marcus Johnson, wide receiver. You know what? I'm going to give him a boom. As long as Julio remains out, Johnson will get his opportunities. He could slide in a flex spot. If one of your main players are on a buy or you're looking to take a chance. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, I actually thought about picking him up uh, for one of my bye weeks, uh, but yeah, no, he, he is a good boom. It, it it's it's the AJ Brown show, and they're double covering him, so someone's gonna be open, and it's gonna be him. So, I I, I thoroughly agree with that. Would you say he's a type of boom that clogs your toilet after Taco Tuesday? Uh, in a flex spot, yes. <laughs> yes, in a flex just, spot. Just wanted to know. All right, all right. Uh, and for last but not least, actually, yes, the very least, uh, a name that you probably don't hear quite often anymore, T.Y. Hilton. You haven't already noticed, T.Y. Hilton has left the building. And if you have, if you have him on your team, you're very blind. Though he was injured most of the season, T.Y. hasn't been himself since Andrew Luck left. He has the talent, but he does not have the quarterback. And even if he did have the quarterback, he hasn't been able to stay healthy long enough to be on any starting lineup or on a bench of any lineup. So for that reason, T.Y. Hillen, you are a bust for the rest of your NFL career. I am sorry. Like you, you have talent, but you just can't stay healthy. And I don't see you leaving Indianapolis unless you want a Super Bowl ring and you go somewhere like I don't know the Rams. But we all know what happened there. So okay, so I'm gonna agree that he's a bust. So we finally agree on something. I'm not gonna agree that his career is over. 
yes, his old ass has been replaced by Michael Pittman Jr. and that other French guy. So it is time to move on with him as a Colt. But look what AJ Green did going to Arizona. Revitalized his career in a sense. So I think in the right scenery, he can flourish as a number two or as a number three receiver. But in terms of fantasy, yeah, if you have him on your team, it's a waste of space. Drop him immediately. Yeah, Jen. will sit on your face. Yeah, Jen. (laughs) Drop him immediately, Jen. It's pointless. And uh, are you talking about the AJ Green that doesn't even know where the ball is? That turns around and goes, oh, I'm just going to lose it for you guys. It's okay. Okay. Before that, he was actually playing at a nice high level. And then he just fucked up when it mattered. He he was playing at a decent flex uh, position. And uh, I agree with that. I just, I I don't know. I don't think uh, T.Y.'s got it in him anymore. He's just way too injury prone. But honestly, uh, change of scenery. Change of scenery. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's get into... uh, the last segment, always our last segment, but the best segment because I get to do bold predictions. Uh, I don't know if this one's a very bold prediction, but I'm going the Cowboys over KC. Uh, KC's defense, yes, has been looking decent, but Cowboys offense and defense has been looking incredible. What's the line on that game? Um, uh, I think it was KC by three. Okay, so they got the home field. Yeah, that is probably the most intriguing game, and I'm unbiased opinion. Yes, I'm wearing a salute to uh, service uh, hoodie here, but unbiased opinion. That is probably the well, not probably that is the best game of the week, and that game has so many implications yep. on both sides. So, would you really consider it an upset if the Cowboys go into Arrowhead and win? Because because. They're hot. They're hot. They're one of the hottest teams. KC is a hot team too, but everybody knows their Achilles is their defense. So it's it can go either way. You know what I mean? Like maybe KC beating Dallas is, is an upset. KC beating Dallas is definitely an upset, but not like a huge upset. I think they're both evenly matched. Um, but like it's KC, man. Like you, you got Mahomes, you got Tyreek Hill. Kills. Travis Kelsey, right? So, I I don't think it. I don't. I, either way, I don't think it's a huge upset, but it's like a it's a big Im- implementation game, or if that's even a word, I don't know. Implication, uh, implication. implication. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, they all have it, both teams have big implications on this. So, no, it definitely um, narrates uh, a lot of the story going into next week. So, yeah, that's actually a great pick. And, obviously, now my biased hat is on. Let's go, Cowboys. Weed and boys. Let's get it done. Yes, sir. Like, so, you know me. I thought I had a sure thing last week, but poof, a freaking tie. Pittsburgh couldn't get it done. Big Ben, I asked you to do one thing, and that's not get COVID. And you did it. And you fucked me. Well, you didn't really fuck me. I'm not really betting on anything anymore because I lost in my pool. But I'm going to go back to my shirt thing, and I swear to God, if Houston beats Tennessee, I'm going to give up. I'm not going to do any more bold predictions, or sorry, lock predictions. So I'm going with the Titans to stop the Texans in Tennessee. Let the season of misery continue for the Houston bums. 
Yes, they are the Houston bums. They have nothing going for them. Tyrod sucks. David Johnson sucks. Um, your boy Cook sucks. They all suck. Let the Titans roll and let them roll big. They're first overall in the AFC. You want to maintain that position and get that by? Beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Look for the Titans to smash the Texans. Sounds good to me. But uh, you know what? After looking at this drumstick for the past hour, I'm getting <laughs> kind of hungry. So uh, tell, tell the folks, for I mean, for those who can't see it, tell them what's going on in my background. Uh, we got uh, a drumstick, you know, chocolate covered ice cream with some peanuts on top. And then you got Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> with hair that looks like a drumstick. <laughs> and I kind of agree with it. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I got a I got a question for you though. One last question before we uh shut this thing down. Who's the best team in the NFL this year? Uh, that's a hard one. Um yeah. like I want to say the Rams, but no, because they lost to easy teams. I want to say the Bills because everybody's lost. lost to easy teams, though. That's the thing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it up. I'll give it to the Rams. You give it to the Rams? Oh, okay, what do you so, think? No, you're wrong. You know the best team is the injured reserve. Ah, oh yeah, dude. yeah. Okay. You put that, you put that as a team, and that, that's an that's an all star team. All right. Well, that's all, folks. Another week in the books. I'm hoping to repeat next week with another vic- victory, and I hope it's a different story on your end. Uh, anything you want to add before we sign off, buddy? Uh, I know that we are starting to do talks again for season three of Wow, I Had Mustard. So I can't wait for that with our new edition. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be better. It's not, I wouldn't say better, but it, it's going to be great. And I, and I can't wait. Um, it'll be fun times. I, I love chatting with you guys. So what about sure. you? Uh, you know what? I just want to give a shout out to uh, the, you know the network and a thirty. Shout out to Mustard. Shout out to you. Shout out to the Cowboy Cheerleaders. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Sports for You podcast on Townhouse Media. Honestly, listen to those boys. They know what they're talking about, and it's always a hilarious treat. Um, shout out to the City of Angels, where they're from, and every other freaking podcast out there because podcasting is awesome. We do it big. It's a movement. I'm so happy to be a part of it. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I, I listen to podcasts all the time on my way to work. So you know what? Shout out to Joe Rogan because you know what? You're awesome, and you 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 like you like frontline this shit. So yeah, and his I head's know, very I, shiny. I I know he'll never listen to this, but if you do, you can be a guest on our show. <laughs> Any anytime, Joe Rogan. You and that shiny head. On that note. They say during sex, you burn off as many calories as running eight miles. Well, who the hell runs eight miles in 30 seconds? I don't know, Eminem. <laughs> On that note, I'm Melky. That's Gooby. See you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.